Welcome to Film Nerds Hour. Hold on. What episode are we doing? Uh, we are doing our review of No Way Home. I knew that. I was just making sure. You can see how well prepared we are, folks. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> there is going to be spoilers. I'm it, just going to say let's, it right let's do off a quick, the bat. Let's do a quick uh, spoiler-free <laughs> review. Great movie. Um, this was fantastic. Yeah. I still think I love- um, if you did do it on a tomato scale, I would flip-flop Spider-Man 2 to being mm-hmm. the 94 probably no way home at 93 just because uh and i'm talking about spider-man 2.1 the extend edition that flushes out i don't know if you've seen it but i have yet we will we will review it i want to watch it with you because that wow that brings spider-man 2 to a whole nother level of amazing awesome they really put some important crucial scenes in there that really added to the effect yeah this was a fan service movie no way home yep in the best way mm-hmm. if you want to know a negative. why that's not a negative the rise of skywalker this is what <laughs> the rise of skywalker was supposed to do and what i think jj abrams was really trying to do for fans because mm-hmm. he didn't know where to go and he was like well what why don't we do this i think this is what jj abrams wanted to do and just yeah. with what he was given could not do it that way mm-hmm. um and No Way Home definitely succeeded. Yeah. And they did in the best way. This movie definitely does a great job of wrapping complete arcs. Yes. With characters. While Tom, the ending is... Tom Holland is great in it, and no one else is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say the ending is a little bit... Um, I don't think it's quite what fans would expect, but I think no. it's... I think it'll... It's a hopeful ending. I like that... This isn't a spoiler, because it happens in every movie. I like his new suit at the end. It's nice and shiny. <laughs> yeah, and I can say what I like about that because uh, later, because that will be something that I loved in Marvel Spider-Man game as well. Yeah, the, the Sony PlayStation Spider-Man game. Yep, which is why you should get a PlayStation solely for that. I knew I was going to come back to that. Hey, I'm going to probably get an Xbox. I'm thinking about it just to get Halo. Okay, there we go. And Crackdown. As long cause... as we can... A grand so are you gonna get a switch ever i mean thinking about it, it's not super high on my priority list okay good thing but I, but I might eventually like if it's ever presented at a cheap enough opportunity for me i may good thing good thing um it's on multiple platforms because i was gonna bring this up to you but i guess we can do it on the show since it might become a thing on the show um in february a game is coming out that i'm very excited for uh Uh-oh. evil dead the game Oh yeah, which is that's very true. much it's very much in the vein of Dead by Daylight. I just hope that it uh has some single player too. It is. They announced uh, that's why Texas Chainsaw is going to be all multiplayer. They announced I there's going to be single player daily missions and campaign things. Okay, that'll be fun. So yes. Yeah, I hope they flush that out more than Friday the Thirteenth because mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre sounds like it's just going to be that Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Multiplayer. This you you will like you will like playing as a Deadite. I know you. You will like playing as a deadite. Would you like to know why? Why is that? You float around f- 
first-person style, like the Deadites do in the, <laughs> in the show. And um, you can possess NPC monsters. You can become uh, really strong monsters from the shows. Like, um, you can be Evil Ash from Army of Darkness in the Night Get Up. Get it out two shoes. You can be the, uh, who... You can be Nobi, the lady, the lady from the second one, who's like, "I'll swallow your soul." You can be her. You can be a lot of characters. You know what else you'll like? Hmm. One of the things the four main characters have to do in this game is manage their fear, because if they don't, you can possess them. Ah. I know you're gonna love doing that, you little shit. Well, so, it makes sense. Keep an eye out. We might have some gameplay videos of that in February. I'd love to do that. That would be That'd fun. That'd be a lot of fun. And they interviewed Bruce Campbell about it recently. He voiced... Because there's four different types of um, classes for heroes. And that each of the ashes from each of the different... Uh, the three movies in the show, they're all one of the different types of classes. And he voiced them all individually and made sure <laughs> they were all... <laughs> yeah, since he physically can't do much anymore. That's, so. That was from that interview where he said, I love this because I physically can't do that crap anymore. And now I can in a way. And his son is a Twitch streamer. <laughs> well, I wonder. He's a bigger... He said he's a bigger, kind of bigger dude now, too. But yeah, whatever platform you can get it on, because it will be cross-compatible. So I'm going to get it on Switch, and you can get it on whatever, and we can still play. Awesome. And with but, that, yes, um, we are going into spoiler territory for No Way Home. Yes, in five, four, three, two, one. And we're it off. does tie in me talking about that because Sam Raimi Spider Man is brought up a lot. <laughs> yes, um, and Rumner, we're not going to pull any punches. And you guys have had time to click off or go see the movie. Yeah. Um, yes, they're, they're both Andrew in it. and Toby are in it. If it wasn't obvious, but I don't. Listen, I try to never criticize people's jobs, but whoever edited that trailer where Lizard was jumping at fucking nothing, come on. Well, you asked for this. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, you had one job, and I kind of feel like it was just maybe one person just kind of being like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. If we release it in Brazil or something, place, mm -hmm. American audiences won't reach it for a little bit. Yeah, we're pretty quick on the draw, aren't we? <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, what is it, Pants Guy? From Mandalorian. Yes, yeah. Pants guy from Mandalorian. Um, the numerous things in the last season of Game of Thrones. Thank you, Starbucks Cup. Uh <laughs> yeah, which I guess they officially made that canon question mark. I don't know. They don't kind know what of they were doing. The 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 people there at the writers were kind of battling back and forth if it's canon or That's not. That's because they don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I mean they did that to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um anyways, um, yeah, they're both in it. I love seeing them. How long has it been since Toby's done a movie? It's got to be like... 14 years. Yeah. He's he's produced, but yeah, well, he hasn't acted in something in a long time. No, he may have done one recent project. He's going to be in another movie called... Uh, it's not Macbeth. It's, um, Is it The Northman? No. No. Because I saw the trailer me... for that. That looks dope. Let me look it up here, because I don't think it was Macbeth. Babylon. Oh, okay. With uh, Brad Pitt. And it's a, it's a movie, let's see, because I think it was about like a Hollywood type thing. Uh, it's a period drama written and directed by Damien uh, Chazelle. Damien starring, Chazelle, okay. Uh, starring Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie in lead roles. Tobey Maguire serves as an executive producer. Oh, okay, so he's That's involved right. in the production. Well, they have him in the cast, so who knows, he might make a 
brief appearance, but sure. Samara Weaving will be in it. It's always oh, fun to see I her and Margot Robbie. Yeah, they're both they're both great performers. But yeah, so he it's been a while since he's acted. Is the point I was trying to make? Yeah, I mean, I think he did one movie in twenty eleven. Yeah, or no, he did one in twenty fourteen. I thought about Bobby Fischer, didn't he? He might have. I mean, it's, the one, it's been a while. The one with the clip where he's like, they stole it from me, Carmine. That was today. That one. Yeah. Because um, he was in Brothers in 2009. The Boss Baby he did a background voice with. Oh, yeah. The Great Gatsby. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was a movie. <laughs> I don't know if he produced Nobody. I haven't seen Nobody yet. He produced Nobody. I remember hearing about that. I think he produced Life of Pi. Oh, really? Either that or he was in there for a little bit. He's apparently in the fifth wave, but I don't know if that's... Details, the details was the 2011 movie. Yeah. But he's done a... Well, he secretly rocketed to success through uh, underground uh, or uh, poker. Yep. Master poker player. Mm Mm-hmm. Which... Which I could see. I can't tell what that man is thinking at any point in time. (laughs) I was like, I would say he's counting cards, but... How can you tell? <laughs> Toby has that thing where he looks young and he looks happy, but he also looks very intimidating with his eyes. I mean, you just yeah. look at this one shot where, like, if you look at it yeah. long enough, it kind of feels like... I don't want to say the man looks dead inside. No, but he definitely <laughs> looks like a nice guy, but he also just kind of has those... Eh, I'm also a human. When I love how and you he... can't really tell. That's Because uh, I wanted to point out that he hasn't done anything, that at least that I've seen in a very long time... But he slid back into the role perfectly. Like, I could better. You could watch the. You could watch all the three Sam Raimi movies and Which then I this did. movie. Same. He's the same guy. I like, did. I watched all three of them. I watched the editor's cut of Spider Man Three, which is much better. Like when the when the old lady waves at him and he goes hi, I'm like, that is him. That is him. Okay. I was afraid he was going to phone it in, but no. No, I think he was very happy because if you guys know the story. Yeah, he finally got to the close real the book. Story yes. on Give him a little history lesson. The Spider-Man 4 thing, what ended up happening is we all know that Sony had their say and um, Raimi had his say. They decided to divorce. Yeah. Um, they, they after a long custody battle... Um... Yeah, <laughs> basically. And they started production on Spider-Man 4, but I think Toby was pretty pissed off that they kind of just had to scrap it because Sony kept really trying to interfere and push for that reboot. Yep. So they went with Andrew Garfield, and the same thing kind of happened there. Um, and I'm just going to say it. I think Mark go. Webb was the cause of destruction for The Amazing Spider-Man. His, his movies were just painted way too dark it was painted more like yeah. a batman spider-man that's, that's or nothing like against, a last stand that's nothing against mark webb's directing no. it's just maybe he's not the right person he, to direct a he Spider-Man was not film. the right person to direct spider-man and so yeah. we that's have a campaign because andrew finally got some closure which we'll go into that in a little that bit that was here. great i loved it um he's still he's still he's been acting still very actively and he's still great oh yeah he's done a lot of stuff since then but he was very quick to say he wanted to be part of it, so now yeah. people are campaigning, and Sony is considering doing an Amazing Spider-Man three. I will which watch. I hope that they aren't going to do the original plans because initially he was supposed to have what we were going to have was the Sinister, Sinister Six, Six movie, mm-hmm. and then the Amazing Spider-Man three. I want it to be. Um, I want it to be like. Uh, he doesn't need to die at the end, but I want it to be in that same kind of tonally vein of Old Man Logan. Well. You know what I mean? Of just a man who's broken. <laughs> they were all, they were going to do a clone saga. 
Oh. That was the original plans. The original plans that Mark Rubb and everybody revealed is Norman's oh, yeah, head they were gonna do a clone was song. on ice. Yes. So they literally did what the theory of Walt Disney was, and they put his head <laughs> on ice. They were going to resurrect him, awesome. give him like a robotic body to to be uh, like a new another Green Goblin. So they were going to have two Green Goblins. Mm. Seems problematic. Go on. And then... They were going to resurrect Gwen Stacy and stuff with Peter's blood and Captain Stacy and all these other people. And I was just like, okay. That sounds muddled. Yeah, that sounds like it could be complicated really fast. Because if you, if, you if you think casual moviegoers don't understand Marvel movies, you really think they're going to understand the clone saga? Because that's my thing. is like well, Everyone is always like, oh, they should do the clone saga for a movie. Oh, a clone saga would be a great movie or an arc of a show or something. Does anyone remember how bad that was? Don't clone really... saga was awful. <laughs> Except for Miles, which is what I was going to say, too, is that Miles actually did it right. Yeah, Miles had a good clone saga, but I'm talking about the original 90s clone saga. That was dog shit, and we all need to Oh, yeah, no, that. they did not do that right, and they no. funded. But that was also Marvel's fault. Yeah. Because they stuck their nose and the writers didn't have any creative freedom and they were like, all right, fine, fuck it. Yep. If you want to stick your nose where it doesn't belong and not have enough faith in us, then we'll just do it this way. Exactly. But yeah, he, yeah, so, and weren't they going to do a Sinister Six and they were going to have Miles show up at some point and they were going to have Venom? That's what I heard. Um, Venom was supposed to make an appearance, which kind of makes me question because of the way the tone of these are, mm -hmm. and it would make a lot of sense why maybe Toby, or I mean, uh, why Andrew Spider-Man is, uh, absent. Yeah. Um, I think Venom and Morbius will take place in the Amazing Spider-Man universe, possibly. That's a good theory. And that'll be a template. Mm -hmm. One of the people, so, as you guys know... Most people uh, got who knew Peter Parker were dragged into the MCU during the spell as he altered it too much and yep. Strange lost control. Because the man don't know how to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he should have specified this previously. <laughs> right. And so when that... Timestamp um, his yawn. Do it! When that happened, mm -hmm. there was a lot of... Um, <clears throat> there was a lot of things like different people who knew Peter Parker was that weren't in the movie. Yeah, it was One people of those... from other multiverses who knew that their Peter Parker was, which yes. knowing that makes sense for everything. <laughs> which uh, one of those um, was uh, Craven. Mm. One of the outlines was Craven. Really? They were going to have him in it? Well, no. One of the outlines towards the end. Oh, that was Craven. Was Craven one when they're when they're, when they're when they're starting to come through? Yep. They did confirm. Uh, the way that they did, oh, that's somebody your, took okay. Somebody took a pretty good picture of it too. Oh, okay. Um, and they kind of and they saw the movie a couple of times, okay. and I don't remember who all they said was all in there, but they said one of those coats and the way that the body looked and everything was because they never show any faces was definitely a Craven. Okay. And they did confirm that they're doing a Craven movie. Yes. You have feelings about that, but we we don't need to get into it if you don't. Want to. I all I'm gonna say is I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'll watch. I'll um, watch. Aaron was not a good choice, and not because he's a bad actor. No, he's a good but actor because he already played Quicksilver, mm -hmm. and we need to kind of get out of the habit of just casting 
people, people who are already who are already in a Marvel movie. I mean, you know, it was uh, one thing with uh, uh, the girl who played uh, Cersei in Eternals and having yeah. her kept at Marvel. She was because she was green, yeah. And it was another thing having who plays Shang Chi's aunt. Oh yeah, she's in The Witcher Two. I can't remember her name. Is it Michelle something? Michelle Zhao. What, what was she in Marvel? Uh, one of the Ra- or uh, Ravengers. Oh yeah, that's right. So that was like another thing. That's that one. Um, Hershall Lee. Although, are the Netflix shows? Can we get an honest answer if they're canon? Okay. Can we get an honest Here, fucking here's answer? What the, and here's what pisses me off too. So, <laughs> Sorry Daredevil for the did make me. an appearance, and it's okay because I was fucking pissed too because. Yeah. Here's what the writers... Now, I mean, there's only... I mean, it's already going to be out when this episode is out. But the writers said in order to see if the Netflix stuff is canon, we had to wait till Hawkeye episode 6 comes out. I'm like, no! no! Just give a fucking definitive answer. Is it canon, yes or no? It's a yes or no. It's simple. And don't give that, like, what Kevin Feige said. Not to diss Kevin. No, no. But, I mean, I don't think he... I don't... We, he, neither of us know how to run a company. <laughs> no. But I... But, like, the the original showrunners didn't know. But then Kevin was like, well, technically everything is kind of multiverse now. Which is kind of a way of saying it is, but it isn't canon, so... Yeah. That's, it, what, that's where our frustration is coming from. I don't just like when writers go, well, you have to watch the... No. I want to know if it's continuity. Because if that is, I might want to wait and look at some of the highlights of another season. Exactly. That these characters were in. Because, uh, spoilers for Hawkeye... Kingpin's If you haven't figured it out. (laughs) Yeah. In episode five, Kingpin was in it. And And he's going to be... It just came out. Or no, it's going to come out in a few hours. But uh, we're going to see what's going to happen in the finale of Hawkeye. Which is supposed to be super big. Although by the time this comes out, it will be out. How is it, guys? Let us know in the comments. Yeah. (laughs) Did we hate it? (laughs) I just don't like how they have like Daredevil and everybody. And then they just say... They do the lazy... Well, they're variants. Variants. Because I am really kind of sick of that shit already. Because it seems like they're trying to appease us, but it's not... It's lazy. Yeah. Well, no, it is canon. Wait, what? No. It's a a way to have actors, the same actors, and then have a callback instead of just making it canon. I understand the big thing with Marvel Studios is like the reason Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which they officially confirmed now, I guess, that Agent Carter is canon... They okay. just haven't put it, which I don't listen to Disney Plus's timeline chronologically because right. they include post-credit scenes. Sorry, guys. Ant-Man the Wasp does not take place before Infinity War. It, it takes place like... It takes place during Ragnarok. The end of Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place during Infinity War. Yeah. Um, But no, if you were to put it in continuity mm-hmm. properly... Yes. The majority of Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place during Thor Ragnarok. Okay. And then by the end, they're at the events of Infinity War. Right. Even though it's... Yeah, it's but confusing. Yeah. Thor on. Ragnarok, it's the only post credit scene in that kind of last Infinity Saga phase that I put. And that's why I put it next to Infinity War. Because that post credit scene happens immediately. Like... Yep. Immediately right after mm-hmm. they just showed Loki and Thor where they're standing on the bridge and then Thanos' flagship comes up. Yep. That is why I put it right before Infinity War. Because Infinity In, War shelf. starts <laughs> where it that one. Because it literally starts right, yeah, right where that one ended. So, 
Sorry, guys. And, and, and I'm, less. you and I do this differently <laughs> because when people ask me, what order should I watch the Marvel movies? The order they were released in. Oh, no, I agree <laughs> with that. You do. That's how I would show my kids or anybody that Although, I introduced to it. I will but... say it is confusing now because doesn't the West view of Anomaly happen post this latest Spider-Man? No. Or halfway through this latest Spider-Man? No. Pre. Uh... Loki happens right Isn't it during Endgame, then WandaVision happens, then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Soldier then Shang-Chi, then Far From Home, then No Way Home. Or, I'm sorry, Shang-Chi, then Eternals. Oh, okay. Then No Way I Home. Heard, I heard that uh, WandaVision happens post-Eternals. Is that not right? No, it happens right after Loki, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier kind of has... Mm-hmm. In the middle of that, too. I, I just thought of this, and I don't want to forget it. And we'll go back to No Way Home in a second, guys. I promise. Sorry if we ramble. You know us at this point. But um, I wanted to pose a question to you. Do you think Shang-Chi's dad, who, you know, not the Mandarin, but that's what they chose for his name or whatever. Um, do you think he ever, like... Because... From what we gauged from him, he's a very, like, honor-first man, and, like, he's a very... Him in his younger days when he had the rings, he seemed very, like, looking for a challenge, you know, trying to prove himself and test himself. Right. Do you think he ever found... found, Because he must have known about them, and they must have known about him as well. Do you think he ever found any of the Eternals and, like, challenged them? Um... I don't need to see it. I just want to know. Because I think that would be cool to, like, know about. Because I feel like him and Thea, Thena fighting, I would pay to see that. <laughs> I think it's possible. possible. Because, and my dad got confused with this, too, because a lot of people were like, okay, how did how did uh, he get the rings? Right. And I said, well, that's actually pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um... In the comics, it was an alien spaceship well, that crashed. <laughs> no, I mean, look at what the Eternals were creating all along. Right. I'm sure that he eventually got their hands on it because those same rings that held Icarus in place mm-hmm. probably came from the Eternals. Because here's the thing. The Eternals were on Earth since basically the beginning of its creation. Right. So the chance of them also having those types the, of rings. The earliest recorded history. Yeah. So, the chances of them having the rings already, and then just kind of leaving them behind or losing them, is high. Right. Like, I feel like maybe, um, I can't remember his name. The Who's the guy who used those rings in the, uh, in Eternals to tie down Icarus? Called him Boss. What's this? Uh, that's the thing about the mythology names, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways... Um, um, it was, uh, come on, Bost? Was it Bost? Why don't they have him listed on here? They have everybody else listed but him. Uh, Fa- Fastos? Fastos. Fastos, Fastos. Do you think he just made those because he was bored one day? Because he almost gave us yeah. a steam engine, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I think he made a lot of stuff. Might have put him there without people knowing. Yeah. Ooh, what if, what if that's how he found them, was he found their ship? Although, speed-running deaf girl would have been there. They kind of explained how he got him a little bit in the beginning. Oh, yeah. I, I always forget. I've, I'll need to rewatch it again. But 
And then the other question I posed to some friends, which they thought would be cool to see. Do you think he ever fought one of uh, Dane Whitman's ancestors, one of the black previous Black Knights? Again, probably would love to see that. <laughs> they said he conquered. I mean, he expanded. Yeah. He went. He went all incorporated too, and, and, and just with, went all out. And with how like how many years he was around, there are certain characters where he would have had to have crossed paths with them, because he went everywhere. The only reason he lost his foothold was because he decided to be a dad. <laughs> right. Ah, father, fatherhood. Getting in the way of empires all the time, huh, guys? Well, like I said, I've never fully embraced him and his redemption. I I did, but, you know, we, we, we agree differently on things. It's kind of like, like where I saw, like, with the Arrow and stuff, because I'm still in season four. Ooh. And whatnot, and I still remember some stuff, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. Yeah, your character got redeemed. That doesn't excuse the multiple stupid and hor- horrendous shit that you did that cost no, people no, no, their no. lives. Because yeah. thing... you had a choice to embrace continuing doing what you did, and you let one thing that you caused in the past, so mm-hmm. it's your fault to begin with, My... and then you actively went out, didn't just stop at the revenge part, Right. Then you went back to your old ways, continued to do that, and then blamed it on, well, this happened to me again. And it's like, yeah, because you caused that. It reminded me, <laughs> it reminded me of, um, what is it? I'm trying to think, sorry. Um, it, it reminded me, actually, of what we were talking about earlier. Uh, we won't say too much, but you, you, how you were explaining the, the new Dexter show to me. That's what it reminded me of just now. That same kind of... Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, I, and, I, and I get, like, he just kind of said fuck it. But I'm also kind of like, it's that mentality of power that also put you in this position. Right. So that's why I don't feel bad for you, because you also were faced with the choice to just kind of let it go and be attentive. Right. And you didn't just get your revenge. You slaughtered them in a public area for everyone to watch on display. To remember Which, who's boss. <laughs> and, yeah, so I'm like, you didn't do it out of instinct or avenging he, he somebody. To, you wanted to prove a point so you could yeah. go back to your old ways. He and wanted then, to hurt them on more than just and that then, kind of level. And he wanted to show his son, hey, this is how you have to be. Because the way I want it to be doesn't work. Yeah, and that was the thing. I'm like, you turned your son into a monster. Or you attempted to. I mean, You attempted did, to. Yeah. You definitely succeed with your daughter, but I was like, that was the thing where I was just like, yeah, you're a shitty person, and that's who you were. That's why I don't feel bad for you. I see both points. I'm glad you decide to have your moment as a dad. You had your redeeming factor as a dad, but as Mm -hmm. a person, no, I don't feel bad for you. You had it coming. Going back to No Way Home real quick, because that is what we were talking about. Yeah, which kind Um, of... Is there a... Because we had a lot of returning villains in this movie, a lot of fan favorites. Uh... I liked Jamie Foxx in this movie better than I did in Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'll just say it. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah. I, I think that was that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I found it kind of... And I'm assuming it's because they could only get him for the voice work and the one scene. I found it odd that they made um, Flint Marco Sandman... I found it odd that they made him sand the whole time. I don't quite understand if it had to do with... It might be just because the actor didn't want to show up to be in person for that long. (laughs) He did the voice, but I think it might also be... Because if you look at Thomas Hayden Church in Spider-Man 3 Mm -hmm. and look at him now, 
He has gotten pretty wrinkly. Like he he definitely looks older. Yeah. So I think that would have been. That's no just to Hayden. Thomas Hayden. Mm, Oh yeah, no. I mean Alfred Molina and stuff. But I mean, I think they did a better job. But you also have to look at you know, and this is not a bad thing. They did it correctly. I think. I think they did pretty well and balanced it out. Doc Ock really wasn't in the movie that much. No. Which also gave the incentive to use more CGI. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't in there a whole bunch, which was kind of uh, better in the long run because it took less to edit his face and whatnot. Yeah, because they did the de-aging technology, which they, you know, they did it pretty well for him, I will say, all things considered. I think I think it could have maybe been done a little better, but, you know, again, I don't know how these effects things work, so don't take any of my words to heart, people who worked on this. There <laughs> definitely is a lot in there. Yeah. I. They didn't... Did they really de-age uh, Norman? It didn't seem like they did to me, but then again, Willem Dafoe hasn't really changed. <laughs> I think they did more practical work for him and some slight mm-hmm. altering to his face for close-ups. Some people did gripe about how we only get his mask for a little bit, and then he smashes it later on, a little early oh, on Oh, I thought that was great. I yeah, that was it's very true to his character, because he doesn't... We, we need to remember, it's a, it's a Jekyll and Hyde. And it's regular Norman... personality. Regular Norman doesn't want to be that. No, and I love that they kind of really hammered in the split personality part, too. Yeah. Where it created kind of a... Basically created a Bruce Banner and Hulk situation. Exactly. Where when the Goblin takes over, it's even harder for Norman to come back than it is for Bruce to come back to Hulk. Exactly. And he's like, he's complimenting Peter. He's like, you know, if if you're okay with making... uh, commutes to alternate universes i'd love to give you a job (laughs) well that's the thing and i kind of really hope that they merge Mm -hmm. because oscorp here's the biggest thing that i kind of have problem with the mcu and i know why they do it but i've also kind of been a little pissed about it is that oscorp doesn't exist in some capacity because that was a lot of the questions that a lot of people had and i kind of don't like how they retconned uncle ben Mm-hmm. I don't like how they retconned Oscorp not existing in some way, shape, and capacity, even yes. if it was just a smaller corporation yeah, than like... Stark Industries, and Stark Industries overtook Oscorp in some way, where they were... were Because, I mean, Stark invented the suit, so obviously mm-hmm. it would have made more sense that maybe, Stark Industry took the... Maybe it was a, a subsidiary of Stark Industry, and after Tony's death, maybe it broke off. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, they they, they confirm, though, with that one scene with Goblin that it doesn't exist at all, though. Yeah, because and he said no Oscorp. Yeah, and that really kind of was, like, my thing. I was like, I really wanted that to exist because it would have made more sense that with Tony mm-hmm. having the revol- revolutionary suit right, and then Rhodey taking it, that, yeah, off the map, you know, off the map technology, like, it would have made sense that Stark Industries blew Oscorp away. Mm-hmm. In terms of military technology, yeah, maybe they were a competitor stuff. and they went under. Well, that's the thing, though. I would still think maybe that it during, would still exist. Maybe they went under during um during his dad's era. Maybe I just really wish that they would have explained that more instead of kind yeah. of just being like, "Yeah, we'll see." Like, no, I want to know. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was my thing. I'm like, you guys really need to kind of explain that, not just be like, "Oh, well." It doesn't exist. I yeah. Because, I mean, to me, part of the foundation, I mean, I'm okay with, because they already changed so much shit. I mean, mm-hmm. 
I still think it was pretty lazy that they named Michelle Jones MJ. That yeah. was kind of their easy out. They could have just made her a different character and just called her Michelle. Yeah. They, like, because that's the thing is, like, if it's a, you know, if you're already committing to no Ben, you can commit to a love interest with a different freaking name. Like, because if we want to really get down to semantics, he dated, Peter Parker dated Betty Brandt for a decent amount of time. Yeah, that that is one thing. And then, I mean, like, if you look at Spectacular Spider-Man, mm-hmm. there is a lot of different people. Oh, yeah. Too. Um, I like Gwen in that because she's nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gwen was perfect in there. I mean, there was a lot of things where I'm kind of like, I'm glad they steered away from Mary Jane. Yeah, because we don't need it. Uh... She doesn't need to be every conceivable reality's version. No. They should have had, oh God, who's that other love interest that he always has in the comics? That's who they should have had. For... Maybe they'll do that for this next uh If you're going to say Liz Allen, she was already in there. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I know Liz Allen was in there. She was in the first one. No, um, if they do for this next trilogy, if they do Black Cat, Felicia Hardy. They could, yeah. I'd like that. Um, because they have Sally in there, too. Yeah, and... But she was a nerd squad person that they kind of had a background. And, and, you know, my gripe, they had... They had Silk in there, and she's not. She's definitely not going to become anything. Well, no, Sony is still working on their series, so who knows? Uh, I just get. They. I need them to be in a relationship. Okay, have but, them. Have them be in a relationship, and their spider hormones will be satisfied. Have them work now, at opposite ends of the city. <laughs> granted, like this is something that I've questioned a lot because. I really want to see there be convergence. Cindy and I think Moon, Morbis, Morbius Moon. is going to have a big, big effect now yeah, going Keaton's forward. Yeah, because Keaton's in it, and I'm curious. <laughs> well, I mean, they kind of are fucking with Multiverse of Madness. Now, the thing yeah. is, Morbius is going to come out before in January. That? Yes, before Multiverse of Madness. And uh, we got a trailer at the end, is the second post credit scene about that. We got a teaser. Now, yeah. And then, <laughs> well, that was the official trailer. I think they just were like, I, I don't know why they haven't released it yet. Yeah. I mean, it kind of it, seems it really didn't. Get it seems weird that we got a trailer as an end credit scene followed by the classic "Someone will well, return." Because well, usually it's like we get a, we get a, a, you know, a different thing entirely, and then this will return. We don't get a trailer in a movie. Well, the thing is too that they flip flopped this because Multiverse of Madness, as you know, was the supposed schedule, to come out. First. They rewrote No Way Home to counter for that because really? they knew they didn't have a big event. And they knew Spider-Man was going to be oh, the biggest thing. I didn't know. Okay. So they wanted to give everybody that holiday treat of being like, yeah, we're going to unleash the Multiverse Madness, and we have Toby and Andrew in it. Yes. They so did. now we've introduced I many want, possibilities. I want to clarify, because I was confused on it, too, until I looked it up. They did confirm that that squid thing, it is not Shimagorath. It is a different squid-like character from the Marvel Universe. We had to find that out through uh, leaked Wait. Lego sets. S- squid who? What? In the Multiverse of Madness trailer, where he where he gets a bus thrown at him and he makes a buzz saw, the th- one eyeball thing with the tentacles. At the end of oh yes, he makes the buzz saw and cuts the bus in half, and there's the it, it, a bus is thrown at him via a one eyeballed squid thing. That's not Shimagorath. It's a different one eyeball squid thing from the Marvel comics. Cause sure, 
I I wouldn't have known that because I'm not too familiar with. Oh, Doctor you don't even Strange's know who lore. Shimagorath is, do you? No, I'm still working my way into Doctor Strange's lore because there's a lot there. You know, um, I would say at you know this the... point, I know more about Doctor Fate. Than oh, I, do I love Doctor Fate. About that, but that's only because of Young Justice, some of the right. other comics. So I would say I know more about his lore than Strange. You know the um, you know the creepy thing from the first episode of What If that Agent Carter stopped from coming through? Hmm. The tentacle thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, basically, to simplify it, him and Shimagorath, cousins. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. Well, and I think they might introduce Fing Fang Foom as well. I think Which, I know how they're going to do Fing Fang Foom. They want to do him. I think handing it to somebody like the Chinese director who did do Shang-Chi, which I'm going to look at. I think that's name. how they're going to do it. My theory, because remember the end of Shang-Chi, there was a signal being released from his rings. Well, that's the thing that everybody was thinking too. It's just from his species because they're very advanced. Yes, and they're very large. Destined. Yes, they're very large, so those rings would go on their fingers. So I think we're going to see at some point an army of space dragons coming to Earth. Earth's Man... It's no longer Hum- safe. Humans in MCU just gotta be over this shit, right? Like, Except for people who blipped because they know... Well, like, because they, they have to be thinking that... They had to have thought that Thanos was the worst of it. But then they saw the celestial in the sky pull a lady, and like... Well, they gonna... also saw the thing coming out of the Earth, which I'm sure they and, had a lot of questions. And if they were in New York, they saw those, like, they saw the sky ripping apart at the end of this movie and they're gonna see a lot of crazy shit in multiverse of madness they just gotta be like i hate it here (laughs) well i think that's the thing because i think what they're trying to do is that i think what marvel's trying to do and they're not quite sure which one they want to do is because Mm -hmm. they confirm galactus is coming right as well will he be a smoke monster (laughs) <laughs> no, but, no, but I think uh, what they're trying to do here is they're trying to because they also have King that they said is also coming. Yep. So King. I think what they're going to try and do is they're going to King try... is here, according to the end of Loki. King is yeah. here, people. <laughs> so I think what they're trying to do is they're going to do a multiverse saga, and then they're going to end that with Kang mm-hmm. and dive right into expanding way more upon the cosmic saga. Okay. Which so... will result in Galactus with Fantastic Four. And then I think what they're trying to do, because Venom in the post credit scene, he was not in the main movie. Which Eddie was out. trying to... But Eddie was caught up on who Hulk was, who Thanos Iron Man was, was, Thanos. So at the end, though, he left a... Uh, a section of it. A little, a little bit of Venom, which kind of is weird, and I wish they kind of would explain how that happened. Yeah, it seems because too easy. <laughs> when Toby and them came, were were put back, and Norman was put back, and everybody else... And we see Hardy go back. All of them left. And Hardy walked away, and maybe, it was only him. Maybe it's, a, sorry, maybe it's a similar thing to how I was saying why he was there, because it's a hive mind, a multiversal hive mind, so maybe it was able to, like, force itself to stay? Possibly. I'd be okay with that. That is how um, Venom knew uh, Spider-Man, which I like a lot more. Sorry, guys. I don't give a shit what anybody has to say. Venom is fine. Do we you don't... ever? Do you ever? No, because Venom is great. We did not We did not need to have him connect to Spider-Man first. Yeah. No, the I. that's thing, the one thing I do like. The only thing we wish for Venom... At this point, is let Carnage be rated R because we can we can we get a release rated R cut? 
Come on, circus. <laughs> I think Annie wanted to do that. Yeah. And I feel like Sony just said, no, you have to say PG that we want to reach minds. Well, it's kind of like the Batman thing where it sounds like they're going to have a PG-13 rating. Ah. And they and their reason was to reach bigger audiences. And I'm like, they're nobody teenagers. gives a fuck. They're going to torrent it anyway. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's something I won't rant and rant about here, but I did actively <laughs> yell in my apartment, like, who the fuck gives a shit? No fucking generation is going to be like, all these 12-year-olds are going to be like, oh, Batman, he's beating people. That's why you make cartoons. Yeah. That is why the animated universe exists. That's really, why Young Justice exists. Do you exists. really think a 12-year-old will give a crap and be traumatized? They already have access to the internet. I'm going to tell you Justice. this. And while I want, while I'm a film student, want to work my way up, I am gonna just say it. Here we go. Disney, Sony, everybody else. Here we go. We people are the, we're the people who buy the Marvel Legends shields for ourselves. Yeah, no. We're the adults who buy and spend a hundred dollars and pay twenty two bucks for your figures. Mm -hmm. Not the kids. No. So we're the people who are paying because we want it. So do us a favor. <laughs> awesome. Go on. Do do us a favor and please just give us fucking radar movies. Yeah. No kid needs to actively always see these movies. Because here's the thing. They don't there's care about reason, continuity. There's a reason the show um there's a reason the show Naruto, an anime which you, you have yet to dive headfirst into the anime world. Don't worry, I'll be your tour guy. Um there's a reason that show works. Because it started off with Naruto, which is very much a kid show. There, a bit. there is stakes to it, but it is very much a kid show. But they made sure while they were making the show, and the manga as well, I think, while it was coming out, it was aging with the audience. That's why the end of that show in Shippuden is very adult. Well, because by that time, they, the audience would have them. They need to take a note, too, from the fact that iCarly has grown up. Yeah. I watched the Avengers as a kid, mm -hmm. and I grew up with these characters, right. so I'm ready to have something that's adultish, not still fabricated and, you know, child, you know, PG-13. Like, that's something I really want to see. And if they are aiming for King and Black, which I think is what their endgame is going to be... How the hell are they going to make that PG-13? They're not. And no, if they do, there's no way to. you're not going to make it endgame. Endgame was borderline R. If you really would have expanded upon what Ronan did mm -hmm. a little bit more, like, endgame only worked as PG-13 because you didn't show everything that Thanos wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only reason it worked. And both Infinity War and Endgame got pretty fucking dark. Yeah. No Way Home got very dark. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell, with the few clips we got of Moon Knight, how they're going to pull that off. No. If they're going to keep doing this PG-13 shit. Exactly. I and don't that's think not they to will. insult anybody. I think they said Moon Knight is going to be the most violent. And it needs to be, especially yeah. if they're introducing Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And if they are going to go the BS route of variants, okay. they really have to nail that home. See, and that's, that's what I like about the Disney Plus shows. They are very adult, okay? They're getting did, there. Did you watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Well, that was the thing. <laughs> I, it took me a very big, solid moment where I was like, I like that implied thing, but I didn't realize until a few days ago that John Walker, I thought he just bashed his head in. No, no he fucking decapitated. Uh, yeah, and he's got blood on the shield. Well, I thought he just bashed his head in. I'm like, that would have been one thing. But then I was like, oh, I knew that the guy died, but... It's the fact that he did a public 
beheading mm-hmm. that pissed off the court From so America. much. <laughs> yeah, rather, where I feel like they would have been much more lenient if it would have been like, okay, you bashed his skull in. Yeah. But no, no but... you you decapitated him. Yeah. You Because he went kingpin. Mm-hmm. Because there's that scene in Daredevil where Frickin he smashes door. a dude's Frickin head. Door. <laughs> and then you realize, like, and it sounds like what they're doing with Hawkeye is that's why Hawkeye was like, that's why that's, I can never take him down. That's why he's scared of him. Because, yeah, you, you could tell because he's like, that's what I was afraid that's it was going to be. That's the big guy. <laughs> the and big I'm guy. And they're like... That's, a, that's the thing I didn't like. That's the one thing that annoys me about Hawkeye the whole time. That's the big guy. That's Kingpin. All right. Your wife knows... Why do you keep saying the big guy? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I'm sorry, not sorry. That is the one thing that pissed me off with kind of the writers. I'm like, I'm sorry. Make it known. You already know what it was going to be. We People knew. pieced we it together. Yeah. It wasn't that big of a shock. And the fact that you gave us one image was more like a, okay, that was a, a blurry image on a cell phone. Yeah, which I kind of liked with comic books that come because they said it best. Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, fans were very underwhelmed because they knew this character was coming. And it was like... Even the news outlets are covering it as, exactly. yeah, fans knew. Why didn't you just bring it? Well, so. and okay, so yeah, so mm-hmm. so okay, this with, movie with No Way Home being much darker, which I appreciated mm-hmm. because they Green Goblin to, yeah, yeah. was a hell of a lot darker in this. Mm-hmm. He killed Aunt May. Yeah, which he didn't just do that because he said he wanted him to transform because that's what he wanted. He wanted Spider Man to equal. kill him. Well, yeah, he wanted him to finally take that. Because he's like, I couldn't, step. I couldn't make the other one darker, so I'll make this one. Which I think was supposed to be a play on uh, Dean's Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man Two. I think so. Because he really tried to do the same thing. He didn't want just Dane, revenge on Spider-Man. Dane. Dane. Dane DeHaan. I feel like Dane DeHaan's Goblin wasn't just out for blood because Spider-Man fucked him over. I think he wanted him to be like him and show him like, this is what happens when it's, he gets so desperate. Realize what the world is. It's the Joker uh, killing joke mentality. Yeah, which, it, all it takes is one bad day. Which with Joker, that was already pre-established. But I don't. I think a lot of people miss that. That is what Goblin is, though. Because mm-hmm. wasn't he inspired by Joker too? Very much so. Or was because I know Cleus Cassidy definitely was. I'm pretty sure, but gone. But I think Goblin is better than Cleus Cassidy to illustrate on screen without going very grotesque. Mm-hmm. Because he has this way of being a master manipulator while still doing these horrendous things in a very mm-hmm. tame way. How how long do you think Norman was Goblin when he was helping Peter in Happy's apartment? Um, how, how much of it do you think was an act? He was... I he was Norman right up until... Because I think Goblin wanted that. So the moment that they said that there was a cure mm-hmm. and they did it with Doc Ock, that is when... The moment they made Doc Ock okay, then he was like, nah. Yeah. Well, I think the moment they said cure, that's when Goblin was like... Because mm-hmm. he doesn't think there's anything wrong with him. He thinks he's awake. Yeah. And then as soon as Doc Ock worked, that's when Goblin was like, Which okay, I'm taking over I liked here. that. I loved how it was like, Doc Ock's crazy, he's pissed off, but they kept the whole... It was the inhibitor... So when they fixed it, he oh, yeah, was, it was like, the arms. Oh, there's no more voices. When he said that, I was like, yay! Well, that was the best part of Spider-Man 2, is that <laughs> mm-hmm. he was like, you listen to me now, and that's how I got control, because he finally he, mastered he, his yep. will of, um, I'm in control, mm-hmm. so sit your asses down. 
Dan's in charge, not you. I loved seeing Melina talking to Toby near the end. That was the best fan service because you felt such connection. My dear boy, how are you? (laughs) Better. Good. (laughs) That was heartwarming. Now, and and we'll do one more thing too towards the end of the video because I do want to ask the question of a Nexus event. Okay. Um, Uh, An unchangeable point in time? Yes, because we saw what happens in Loki and that is horrifying. Oh, when they change when they change a Nexus event? No, when the Nexus event happens. Oh, because that. What do you those think timelines Nexus will, event is? Well, the way they described it is like some of those two will collapse itself if too many things change. Well, and what if when you change a Nexus event, the whole universe is destroyed? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, because they cured all the bad guys, so their main thing was. Peter was fighting Strange, which that's what I thought, because he didn't want to send them all home to die. Yeah, which makes now, sense. That's very it was Peter. kind of a ballsy statement, which I think they just kind of put in yeah. there just to generalize, because Lizard didn't die, per se. Well, he said some of them. Oh, he did say in some the of them. In the trailer, right. they say all. But in yeah, this movie, right. they do say some of them. Because I was like, that, Lizard, and I think they backtracked. Lizard yeah. and Marco do not die. Yeah. But Flint Marco didn't know that, which is why he joined with the villains. Which is one of the because best Because he makes parts. the point, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> well, yeah, and I feel like that changed as soon as Toby's Peter forgave him. Yeah. Which I felt, Sandman is the only villain mm-hmm. where, like, I know we don't see Idea in the Mandarin, but I feel like Flint Marco's the only one, like, I had a redeeming thing. He wanted from the to very, take care of his daughter. <laughs> yeah, from the very start, That's only he never he wanted to shoot Uncle Ben. It was a complete accident. Yeah. Because his partner started flipping out at him. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna steal his car, but Uncle Ben talked him down because he knew he could tell that that's not who he was, and that's also why when he was fighting Electro, he helped him. Yeah, and that's why I felt. And then he was like, "Very, Did you bad. just kill him? What the hell?" Like he was angry that he thought that that guy died because he didn't think he deserved to. Yeah, which that was the other thing. I felt bad for Max Dillon too because I rewatched the main yeah. experiment. See, there are a few villains where I actually felt bad for because Max was nobody. He was confused. Yeah. He didn't know what to do. Spectacular Spider-Man was a great illustration of that. And then the and then it was all because of that stupid sniper. Well, that was the thing. I'm like, <laughs> well, that's the thing that really hurt me in the most. Where I actually felt actively bad because Spidey literally said, "Do not shoot. I know him." Yeah. And I think they just took that as a, oh, he's just trying to calm him down. Which I'm like, still, you he's should listen to the vigilante yeah. who saved your city after being shot at in the previous few years yeah ago so i mean when my biggest thing is when they all started booing max yeah and i was like guys he actively said out loud please just step away i'm horrified i don't know what's happening to me and then he like and then when he thought that that's why he was shot with spider-man he he just is furious and lets it all out yeah which i'm glad that they got a redemption arc for him talking about which they alluded (laughs) to miles morales in there I thought you would be black. Oh, oh God, I'm sorry. That's yeah, not your fault. There's probably a black Spider-Man somewhere. <laughs> and then he helps him up. That was my favorite thing is like, when he didn't have the powers, he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I was sitting there like the whole time, like when I was listening him? to Andrew and I was like, man, you know, if you didn't know he was white under there, the way he's always hollering out, if you want to go with stereotypes, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, my boy's blue here. I'm like, Okay. I yeah, just I did ninety percent of your job. Yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah, I could kind of see why Electro would be like, 
man, I thought you were black. And I loved, <laughs> I loved when, um, I loved him getting the arc reactor because he could sense the power that it had. Yes. And whenever he shot electricity, you could hear it go, you could hear it make the same sound that, to- that Tony did whenever he shot blast. Yes. And, and I love the fact that Doc Ock finally found a universe where he's like, the power of the sun and the palm of oh, my hand. hand. See, yeah. now this is what kind of makes me wish that Robert Downey Jr. still existed as an AI of sorts in that universe. Oh, yeah. Because I they would do that lo- in the comics. Because, yeah, well, and the Illuminati exists. Yeah, not the uh, not the owl Kanye West one. <laughs> no. <laughs> the which, Marvel one. Which we think Kanye West is probably part of the Court of Owls from DC. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird coincidence, though, isn't it? Like, it wasn't... Um... Before they went public, isn't ISIS the name of Archer's spy group in the Archer show? Yes. Yeah, that's isn't that just a horrible coincidence? And then they made commentary <laughs> on that. They were like, oh. Oh, we gotta change our name. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend whose name is ISIS, too. Oh. And that it's happened an Egyptian, before that became... It's an Egyptian yeah. god, right? And yeah. they ruined it. Yep. <laughs> but, Anyways, um, go on. No, I would see... This is the thing. I would have loved to see an Illuminati. Now, they did not bring the X-Men in with this one, but I think mm-hmm. that's what Multiverse of Madness is yes. gonna establish that. And we are... Yeah. Yes. Something something got a little fucked up there where not all of them went through. Yes, and with Scarlet Witch, uh, she might do an opposite of House of M, and instead of saying no more mutants, let there be mutants. I could see that. Yes, which because I she hope... Just, at the end of the day, dude, she just wants her kids back. Well, that's the thing. They were very vague with let there be carnage yeah. because they couldn't use Shriek as a mutant. Right. But they never directly stated that she how she got her powers and how she was born with them. They said that she had them. Yeah. They never said how she got them. They just said her conditioning was worse. Exactly. And, like, I hope, I hope, I want to see them do America Chavez justice. Because in some of her more recent comics, she's just been a Mary I don't know how I feel I, about you know, her, her being kind of brought in. I mean, like, the actress they got looks like she's pretty optimistic. I kind of just don't know how to it, feel about America Chavez. I anymore. think it's because you're getting that same whiplash feeling I'm getting of like they keep adding these young. They're people just trying to they, get all these. They young really kids. want to do the Young Avengers really bad. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> and, and part of me is jealous. I'm gonna admit it, but you yeah, know, part of me is also just like you're kind of just adding a whole bunch of kids to add a whole yeah. bunch of young kids. Because and Tom Holland didn't even know how to say no, which Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen told him that you know you're allowed to say no to some things, right? Yeah. And he's like, really? And then she's like, that's part of being an actor is saying, I don't think the character would do this, or I don't feel comfortable doing this. Like, right. that, that's one of the things as if a person. If you learn how to portray them, then you would know what they yeah. would say and what they would do. As the actor of a character and as a person, you have the right to say how you're feeling and to say no. Exactly. And like, yeah, I feel like we're getting a lot of them. We're getting a lot. It's going to be a very full team when they do Young Avengers. Yes, because I mean, and and what can, can we do the list real quick? Well, because where who are they bring? They're bringing America Chavez, Miss Marvel, Kate, Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop, of course. I don't know if she's going to be part of the Young Avengers. I think she is. I think she might be part of the core because okay. Shang Chi is also going to be there. I heard that Yelena Belova is going. She's to... going to be the new Black Widow. Okay. And do you think they're Disney young kind of blacklisted? Do you think the Young Avengers? Who's going? Do you think Spider Man's going to be the leader? I think he's going to be borderline between if Tom Holland stops talking and just lets the future... He'll be the handler. He'll <laughs> if... be their handler. And no offense to Tom. I'm just kind of like, dude, just stop talking. He's gonna let be the, the, let um... the future unfold. But I think if he Wait. does it, mm-hmm. they may or may not integrate him into... Because he's already an officiated member of the previous Avengers. Avengers. But so he's I think... got that age gap. I mean, because now he's in college. Right. So he's 18. So, so they may or may not 
But I mm-hmm. think that's the whole thing because they're going to have She-Hulk, they're going to have Jennifer, so they're going to have. I think what they're going to have is Shang Chi. They're mm-hmm. going to have Jennifer, and they're going to have Yolanda. Yelena below. Or I mean Yelena as soon as she gets over a thing with Hawkeye, which we might see in this episode. And then depending, they may have Daredevil integrated. Yeah. I think Bruce is done. Yes. Which I'm fine with. I he, think he, he's better as a background character now. He got in the chair. He got in the chair. Um, <laughs> depending on if they kill Clint Barton, which I hope they don't go with something like that for the end. Uh-huh. Um, I hope they just kind of yeah. let him kind of exist and live out his days. Wick, yes, Wiccan and Speed. Um, that Scarlet Witch is good. Do you think they're going to do Kid Loki? Because he was a big part of the Young Avengers. No, I think that was just no. a variant thing. No, yeah, I agree. Um, they did tease, uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Jeremiah's grandson who becoming shield yes or no his name his name or, is was it shield in patriot. The patriot patriot um i think they're gonna let that one breathe a little bit probably because well, i had some al- people who are also an issue with his character is he's a drug addict so <laughs> that might not shed the best light well i think that's okay <laughs> yeah because they can change that yeah because i also look at john walker right and he, john he basically walker, juiced yeah <laughs> he not only did take Basic, well, no, he took an anti mm-hmm. uh, uh, generic serum yep. without being permitted to. Yep. Which is he a big wanted, thing. He wanted to, yeah. Because, say what, we can all say what we want. I still disagree with the government's choice. They should have left mm-hmm. that shield in the museum. Right. But I'm glad that they actively were trying to seek out and they did reprimand. Like, exactly. We know that people are happy and also not happy that we're giving this shield to somebody. But you also need to be somebody who upholds that to the standard that Steve Rogers did. Exactly. I, I'm thinking, because they announced it, that they're doing um, Ironheart. Well, yeah, they're going to have Riri so Williams very, be, but, so, be young. But they're also doing, at some point, Armor Wars. I think in one of those, they're going to integrate Harley to be Iron Lad. Because let's be honest, I know he was a he was an endgame. He was a big part of Iron Man three, quote unquote. They wouldn't have had him at Tony's freaking funeral if they weren't going to use him for. Well, something. that's the thing. I'm kind of like, I get it. Like, oh, all these people know Tony, but I'm like, do you know how many other slew of people knew Tony that exactly. weren't there? Exactly. Like he the whole there, universe got saved. He was there, so we as an audience remember he existed. Now I kind of want to see. Mm-hmm. Hulkling, you, you were saying. Yeah, I kind of want to see them say, no, Thanos was right. Like oh. Mysterio. Because yeah. that's one of the things. Not to pull well, it away, was, but I want to mention... Uh, Hawkeye was holding a mug. He was holding a mug that said Thanos was right. Yeah, which... Because so we all know he's going to be an eternal. In the soul. Yes. So I, I, I wanted to say, because No Way Home had a lot of people saying Mysterio was right. Yes. Which... I feel like that'll die down now that we don't know who I feel like Spider-Man there was a is. lot more than just Mysterio was right, though. Because what does that actually mean? Right. Besides the fact... Because, I mean, when they put murder out there, because it they really think, wasn't... Because they explained. thought he was an, a, a hero. warrior from an alternate universe yeah. who was unjustly killed. So, when you really think about that, people have the Thanos is right. Yeah. And, and they were all led right. to believe that Quentin Beck was from an alternative timeline. And which I love that I don't know why they keep. I mean, I think they do it just for confusion's sake. Yeah. But they did confirm that the MCU in live action is Earth six one six. Yes. Which I did love, but I think that's going to play a pivotal role when the Eternals. Now that people have seen an Eternal coming, they've out seen of the a Earth, celestial. A I mean, celestial. a celestial. Yeah, coming out of the Earth. And no doubt, seen and the they one that don't know who the Eternals are. They just know that. 
Oh, that came out of the earth. And there's a bigger one that just came out of the sky. And pulled that lady and that actor dude. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're gone. Yeah, I think that's going to play a huge role, too, in mm -hmm. to Tony. And I think that's going to play a whole thing back to, like, the vigilante thing. Right. I don't know if we're going to get a Thunderbolt Ross, because we're they're definitely assembling, assembling a Thunderbolts. Yep. Which um, I feel like that's Moon Knight start is kind of going darker. It right. started with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and is continuing. I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens with Echo because we got a confirmed confirmation she's getting her own show. So I'm wondering if that happens post Hawkeye or if that's a prequel of her after I her dad died. Feel like that might be a continuation. Okay, I'm, I'm down to see it. I love that character. And I think their main reason is because I think they're going to have her in cahoots with Fisk. One of the things they just did in the Comics was give her the Phoenix Force. Yeah, that was cool. Um, so I'm kind of wondering how they're going to do that. And I mean, the thing too is like, you know, with the way No Way Home ended. With with everyone not knowing I kind of was. When I really think on it, I kind of hate the ending a little bit. Because you, well, cause you talked <sighs> to me about this. You don't like how he kept the secret from Ned and MJ because that's not his secret to It's you. not fair to them. No, because And I see both sides, but it is selfish. Be, and I understand, I understand his point of view. Of, like, I want to protect them. But here's the thing, man. They didn't ask you to. No. And at, it at was like point, Pepper. At any point with them getting rejected for every school because they knew you, they could have just distanced themselves. Yeah. And you need to tell Happy. That was, like, the other thing. Because I'm like, Happy deserves to know that. Yeah. Because you were basically adopted by Tony. Mm -hmm. And while now we have an answer to the Stark question of what will happen with that yeah which is kind of like where i think people are freaking out because tom is saying all this stuff and it was like that was the easy out mm -hmm. of oh well now 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 he doesn't have to worry about like if he's going to be the next uh, uh, tony stark yeah but but yeah because that's the thing that you were talking about was like he clearly didn't freaking listen to a word garfield spider-man was saying because he's yeah, like you need people around you otherwise you're going to be lonely and like because it's the people in your life that keep you grounded. One of the yeah, conscious. one of the best scenes is when all the Spider Men show up and yeah. Peter's about to just say fuck it, send everybody back, and MJ pulls pulls it away. <laughs> Michelle pulls it away and says, and basically just says non-verbally, "You need to listen to them." Yeah, because they are you. Because he goes, "Oh well, you know what? It's your problem. I don't care." And Toby says, "Well, my uncle Ben died, and that was my fault." Yeah, because it was exactly. And then Andrew goes, well, I lost Gwen was my, my MJ. fault. Yeah. Gwen was my MJ and I lost her and that was my fault. And, and they and they quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, which I liked how they had Aunt May say that for her yeah. last words. Mm -hmm. Wasn't a fan of how they solely made that her, you know, her saying and not Uncle Ben's. Yeah, I felt like it, it, it would have been. It makes it feel sleazy because Uncle Ben is such a staple of Marvel like continuity mm. in that he's like one of the most important characters in a way of like his death is the reason for so many things. So it makes it it feels like a kick in the dick, giving us the implication that he was just a guy who didn't do jack shit. Yeah, exactly. It makes it makes it's coming off like he was a piece of shit. You could have just made just him like, a drunk at this point. Yeah, exactly. Like And and the writers said they had no interest in doing Uncle Ben. I understand that. Yeah, I but get, you don't I get, get to I get that there's an alternative universe, but in every yeah. conceivable reality in the comics, even in Spider-Verse, Uncle Ben had something to do with Peter. Yeah. Because what was the point of him being Spider-Man? Because he just felt obligated. Mm 
Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of instances where there's plenty of superheroes. Black Widow, yeah, she did a lot of good for the world. She was also a fucking assassin. Right. And she didn't Clint feel Barton. like she could be a hero. Clint Barton declined to be a hero after the Avengers. And even then, in the Avengers, was still hesitant. Because he's like, I still kill people. I was trained to do this. Yeah. Bruce, again, was very hesitant. Because it's like, I turned to a green monster every and time, I hurt people. Every time after he comes down, who did I hurt? How many people did I hurt? Did I kill anyone? Like, Which <laughs> is the thing, too, after we get this scene with Norman. Because after, obviously, when after we meet the other Peters... And yeah. they talk to Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Um, as they label him, Tom is Peter 1, Toby's Peter 2, and Andrew's Peter 3. So after mm-hmm. Peter 2 and Peter 3 talk to Peter 1, mm-hmm. um, basically... While one of them is dressed like a cool youth pastor, my mom's favorite line from the film. <laughs> I felt like that was supposed to be an inside joke, which... Because Andrew Garfield probably at this time was filming In the Eyes of Tammy Faye where he plays a minister. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like the cool youth pastor thing. It was like, oh, I see that. Also, the pastor jokes with everything that's happening in the world. I, I don't know how to feel about that. Because yeah, there was that mean tweet where they were saying, is he trying to look like a pedophile? Yeah. I like those. I like the conversations that Garfield and Toby have. Yes. That <laughs> That was amazing. They, they meet each other, look at each other for a second, and fight. And everyone's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and the, 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 can we, can we get a spinoff movie with, um, Ned's grandma, please? <laughs> I would I'm going that. to bed. I'm done with the shit. Going to bed. <laughs> I like how she was scared of Garfield, but saw Toby. Hi. <laughs> well, I think she was scared that, because if you look at it, I mean, Andrew kind of just pranced over there. Yeah. It was kind of confused. Mm-hmm. And then hopped, like, right through the portal. And it was, like, from alleyway to all of a sudden he was there. So it yeah. was like a picture frame where it was like, um, what? And I like how it made it... <laughs> where Toby to- just kind of walked I like how in. Toby knew about the other Peter. Because he was like, wait, he's not your friend. So it's a thing of, like, oh, he was walking around for a while and probably yeah. saw a news feed. Also... He probably saw J. Jonah Jameson and was like, oh, Damn it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I kind of wanted them to talk about that, because I'm like, Jameson, I kind of hated in this. He made shit a hell of a lot they worse. They made him... He was a callous ass. They made him so... They made him a fucking asshole. Well, I was going to say, because cause DailyBeagle.net, it, it's not... It's not liable for us to say this. It's very obviously a parody of InfoWars. <laughs> right. So they made him very, like, Alex Joe Because that's the thing that everyone loved in the Spider-Man game. Yes, because was, he got his own podcast. It's hurt. They're using chemicals to make the spiders gay. Which is obviously a parody of Alex Jones talking oh, the, about Oh, the amount of stuff. Gay. I think that's why they said that they gave people the option to turn it off for playthroughs. Why would you ever want that not in your life? That's hilarious. Because uh, YouTube... Oh, okay, because yeah, because YouTube censors everything. Apparently, you can't even say the word "kill" now. Making the spiders gay. Well, you just did, and so now we can't upload. We can unless they're gonna go through an hour worth of footage. <laughs> now, why would they do that? Um, no, yes. So I liked. There were there were no things that Toby or Andrew did in this where I felt like they were out of character. For their no, they, they which is very really impressive. fell into the role. It really felt like the writers actually took their time with writing them in this and thought, okay, if we are going to do this fans. and we are going to put this in, put them in it, we are going to do it right. 
They gave their exact respective movie sound, so I know people like my dad hey, th- might that laugh. Soundtrack where but all no. three of them mixed. I was like, yes. All of them had respective web sounds, so mm-hmm. Toby had the sound of the webs from uh, the Remy movies. Uh, the little uh, high pitched squeak that Andrew, uh, Andrew Shooter web had. shooters make in The Amazing Spider Man, they had that, and yep. then Tom Holland's quick little thwip. Kind of like a mini I, blast sound. I, I know this just sounds like a nerd getting what he wanted and asking for more. I, I, we talked about this. I wish we had the Japanese 70s Spider-Man. I wanted to see that mech, baby. Come on. I don't think they would have done I it. I didn't get to see it. It was supposed. I, it, it was in the book in Ready Player One, and I didn't get to see it. I wanted to see it there. Because uh, the guy said he wanted to be in it. <laughs> no, the guy from the 70s, not... Yeah. Not a... Uh, the Japanese one, no, is the oh. dude from the actual movies. Oh, okay. The, the TV movies. Yes. Wasn't there... There was a TV Doctor Strange movie that that actually didn't end up being called that. Did you hear about this? No. So around that same era that the Lou Ferrigno Hulk movies came out, they were making a, um, a live-action made-for-TV Doctor Strange movie. I heard they tried to do the Avengers, too. And to they did. They little did success. Try. Um, but... The funny thing about the Doctor Strange movie, this is why budgeting and timing is important, people, because they lost the rights to the name Doctor Strange two days before it was set to air. <laughs> so they had to change the title last minute. That's kind of bullshit. I know! <laughs> but it's, like, it's two, two days. days. Really? <laughs> yeah. And it's a TV movie, so it's mm-hmm. not like it's going to scrap I gotta look up the name of that Doctor Strange TV movie. Oh, but yeah, back to my thing, too. I mean, Go with, ahead. with... with Tom basically just letting Zendaya's character, Michelle, and Ned forget. Mm-hmm. He he didn't listen to a word that Andrew said because it was selfish. Yes. Um, every other character that's been on their own, even like Batman stuff, mm-hmm. you're instinctively going to do bad shit if you are left alone. And that was something that I hated because I'm just like, you can't do this on your own. You need to have somebody that you can talk to. And that's the thing, because the Avengers are now going to have no recollection of who Peter is, but they'll remember fighting along Spider-Man. Right. And I feel like somehow there's going to be a way to break that spell, even though it's dark magic, because of the fact that Wong didn't remember anything. But he almost seemed like he kind of had a realization of that time, briefly. Like a, okay. And then MJ kind of had a familiarity with Peter. Mm-hmm. But they really gave that the spell really blocked out her memory. Yeah. And then they also had um, that scar, which they didn't really illustrate what she thought of the, of the bruise she got during the battle on the Statue of Liberty. Because she had that scar where she, like, winced. And she was like, it still hurts. Right. But they never really illustrated that more. Which kind of irritated me a little bit. But yeah, I, I just kind of didn't like how they kind of just had him shoot off on his own. Because it was kind of like... Yeah, dude, that's how you that's how you end up like Garfield Spider-Man. You become rage-filled because you have nobody to talk to. You have the Avengers to talk to, but Strange isn't going to remember who you are under the mask. And so, now how do we know that didn't mm-hmm. just fuck up the timeline, too? Because the TVA isn't there to fix it. So, yes. 
So I just figured this out, sorry. So there was a 1978, pe people get this mixed up a lot. There was a 1978 uh, Doctor Strange made for TV movie. Even I get this mixed up. That was, uh, it was it was meant to be a long hour and a half pilot, but it didn't actually get picked up for a show. Um, there was a movie in 1992 that I was thinking of that lost the rights to Doctor Strange uh, near the end of shooting. And it ended up being called Dr. Mordred. And, and, uh, you will actually be interested in this. Do you know who plays Dr. Mordred? Hmm. Jeffrey Combs. The reanimator himself. That'll be interesting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that movie lost the rights to Doctor Strange two days before the trailer was set to be released, they, so they had to change the title. They could have just let him do it. That's bullshit. They, I know! <laughs> like, well, it's the thing, too, like, which we'll go into lastly. Um, yeah, go ahead. In a second, but um, kind of what's going on with the MCU and the comics right now. But mm -hmm. what I was saying, too, is, like, we really got a dark side of Toby's, or, I mean, uh, of Tom's Spider-Man yeah, he went he was full out. Kill him. He was going to kill, kill Goblin. Mm -hmm. And Toby stopped him because he was like, "Nope, not again." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Norman's not dying again. Kudos to Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he did his own stunts. Uh -huh, that was One his of the best scenes that really nailed that Goblin was Frickin a perfect villain. Is uh, they're fighting in the apartment. I love the tangle scene where he tries to learn who Norman is. Yes, because he has a spider sense and everything slows down, and all the people are like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Mm -hmm. And then he sees Norman trying to, like, grab a weapon. Yeah. And he webs him up. But seeing them fight in the apartment building before Aunt May's death was great. Yeah, because he, cause like, he, see... he wrestling moves slams him through floors. Well, my thing was, first he throws him through a wall, comes out, taunts him. He's like, all the power and too weak to take it. But then you see uh, Peter one, you see him get right back up, hop yeah. on the wall, grab him start punching him in the face and it goes from a confused what the fuck to Green Goblin just smiling and then he starts laughing he starts yeah. cackling like I love how they show just how much resilience yeah. Norman got from that serum it was, was like and I liked you can't do shit I liked to me. the very obvious of how smart Green Goblin is because when Electro Sandman and the Lizard are fighting all the Peters he was very obviously just waiting <laughs> oh, yeah. until the perfect moment. And he's like, oh, there's the guy. There's the box. See, Here we go. <laughs> the perfect thing about the Oz formula is that it was a perfect formula. Mm -hmm. It made everybody faster, a super genius. Stronger, smarter, yes. It made you a genius level at the price of your sanity, though. Exactly. Can Spider-Man come out to play? When he says that and you see to Toby's eyes go wide of like, fuck. <laughs> well, I love that too where it was PTSD of, oh, fuck, not again. Yep. Because Toby got his ass kicked. Yeah. Well, and I and I, I know people were like, well, I'm glad they really demonstrated. Toby got stabbed. Uh, and he was like, are Green you okay? Goblin. Yeah, I've been stabbed before. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I love how they did that as a callback. Like, you know, the Raimi films had a lot of stabbing, right? And you're going to worry about a couple of dark characters in the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Did you think for a second when you were watching it, did you have the same thought I did of like, they're killing Toby? What? I did. No. And then I was kind of like, yeah, but they stabbed Iron Man. Yeah. And that would be a very ballsy move to have him for so little just to kill him off. Yeah. And that would have made it the worst movie because people would have been pissed. Because it would be it would be the same with like it's the I I hate bringing this up because it just gives you more validation to bring it up in our episodes, but it's the Last Jedi syndrome of like killing all these people so you like these new ones, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's where I felt. Where Let it's the like, past die. Um, and, yeah. And, 
I'm going to just say it. No, Toby's the best. Yeah. He's I'm sorry. It. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Andrew. Andrew, I feel like I want to see another Andrew movie. Andrew wasn't given a fair shake. I want no, to see he was not. Anymore. Not by Mark Webb. I, I really want to see an Amazing Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And, and Tom they're campaigning is... for it, so maybe we will. I mean, and Tom. Tom. I, he, he's going to get three more. He's, so he's great in a shared universe. Well, if he comes back, if he ever yeah. stops he will. Talking. He will. <laughs> you know what I'm... Uh, you know what I... Uh, the one thing where I was like, you were so close to perfect. At the end, when Tom Holland Spider-Man gets an apartment, I wanted him to close the door and you hear, in the month, you need to give me the rent. <laughs> That's the thing, too. Like... I'm sorry, that would have been a great fan service. Because the apartment looks so similar. (laughs) Because we have all the Spider-Man that are talking, Mm -hmm. because they're all chilling at Statue of Liberty after they put the cures in places where the villains won't see them. Right. Um, Because the best part in here is Tobey Maguire. Can you shoot out of your wrists, or do they come out of anywhere else? (laughs) Not that one. It's Mm -hmm. when Tobey is like, he gets done after leaning over the edge and webbing up one of the cures. So he... Leans over and he starts trying to crack his back. And Andrew's like, "Are you okay?" And he's you like, "Oh, he's like, yeah, it's just, it's my back." And he yeah. says, "Just like Spider-Man 2. Everybody in the theater was like, "Oh," <laughs> it was just like, "It's just my back." And I, I was like, "I thought he was going to oh. make another awkward reference to the suit, like he did in Spider-Man 2. Rides up in the crotch a little. <laughs> yeah, that scene was better in two point one. Yeah, because they have the guy flush out. Like he tries to give him a business card and market him and everything too. Yeah. But, no, so, the best part of that is when Andrew's like, oh, yeah, I got a middle back thing, too. And Toby's like, really? And he's like, Andrew goes, want me to crack it for you? Oh, yeah, I may do that. But it's, yeah. it's, the best part of that is if you look, Toby, like, waits a second, looks at him, and, like, thinks about, like, oh, my God, somebody with my strength level who doesn't want to kill me. Yeah, crack my back. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, you see him, like, his eyes go wide, like, uh... Oh yeah, you're not a villain. <laughs> yeah, I liked, I liked how, when he was fighting Doc Ock for the briefest moment, um, the the uh, when we see the uh, Iron Spider armor stuff integrate, and he's able to control it. <laughs> oh yeah, like, newer technology. <laughs> well, and it made sense too because it was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, nanobots. Those still are AIs. They were just. Yep. And when Linked. he when he gives it back and he gets that gold inlay on the suit, I was like, "That's how we get the new suit." Okay. Which I don't know why they did that because they it looks they nice. they use it for point how many seconds? Yeah. Well, it's because it's because they needed because Noah they needed a new suit for the end scene. He needed to wear a that different wasn't suit even that wasn't even the, the suit he scene. used though because he no yeah, not for spoiler the end, alert. end scene but I mean for the final battle. Oh yeah. That's why that's why in Homecoming he wore his. Sweat suit, which I still love that suit. The homemade suit, which uh-huh. Miles, Miles' suit. Uh, suit that they made for the game of the homemade suit, their version, yeah. was fucking awesome. <laughs> that, he had the red and black in Far From Home, and in this one he had the Far From Home suit with gold inlay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because they have to... Know what they have to sell action figures. <laughs> well, was the thing, the Marvel stuff. I mean... The thing is, he does make the classic suit at the end of the movie, which we don't the get a good shiny, shot of it's at so all. Shiny. <laughs> we don't get a good shot of at all. We get it in the dark. <laughs> it was it was the stupidest shit that pissed me off. I was like, I know. I'm sorry, you're gonna show the classic suit and then go, oh no, we're gonna show you five seconds of him sliding total. on a rooftop. He's gonna mm. slide past one light, 
Slide past the other. Swing go next to a Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. That, by the way, if it lines up Hawkeye wise, is definitely going to fall over in like a day. Uh, <laughs> this leads right into Hawkeye. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if when he flew back, we heard like <laughs> an arrow getting shot. You know what's something that somebody. I was I was thinking I wish they added because we do get uh, Matt Murdock in here for a bit. I would have loved if he ran in his suit after the fight happened. Was like, oh, you guys are done. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll go back. <laughs> My favorite thing was uh, having <laughs> catching the brick. I'm a really good. Liar. Yeah, <laughs> like that was the best part. Is when when I led the when detail. Tom goes, how'd you do that? He's like. I'm a very good lawyer. And I love the detail of he was going to catch it anyway. Oh, yeah, that Tom was already ready for it. And it was like, you're blind. Yeah. How, how does that happen? Radar. <laughs> He's like, I'm a good lawyer. Yep. <laughs> and then, yeah. Because what? They they took the storyline, too, which I know a lot of people bitch about that and why the Marvel movies are cheap and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, everything is based off a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I mean... What is it Zack Snyder did to Watchmen and people bitched that it wasn't good enough. But I mean, this one was based off of Civil War Aftermath, right? I think so. Because in the comics, Strange did a spell in there. one more day. One more day. Spider-Man, one more day. So after Civil War, uh, because Aunt May gets shot, because he reveals his identity, he wants uh, people to forget it, so he sells his marriage to Mephisto, and they're like, listen, people will forget your Spider-Man, but you won't have her love anymore. Strange. And she doesn't know her, and that kind of is what happens. Strange did a spell too, though. Yeah. I thought that he cast to help everybody forget. And then didn't that get fucked up, and that's why he went to Mephisto for one more day? Yes. Well, no, he asked Doctor Strange if he could, but he didn't have the power. Oh, okay. So, Demon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he went yeah i don't get why that was a really bad arc yep Mm-hmm. i want to yes i want to see I, I did love the scene where he's like where we get the explanation of why the sanctum is frozen because i guess somebody left a hole open and i like how it does make sense that steve i, I saw some people bitching about this it does make sense that he sense, is not the I, sorcerer of supreme because he was gone for five years <laughs> i i had a problem with that a little bit too because i'm like while I do understand it, that should have been a temporary appointee. Yeah, but he has now he has to catch up five years worth of experience, which it's Stephen Strange. It'll take him a year. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, <laughs> what experience because did you really have to have? Wong's been Wong's been a part of this whole magical society for so long. You can't just take it away from him when he's reached the highest title. Yeah, he got it on a technicality, but he clearly was still doing his job well because we got a bunch of sorcerers yeah so he was clearly still keeping magic alive i just kind of found it like you know i mean and i mean that i think that's what's going to factor in into why the multiverse of madness of of why maybe he turned partially dark and why because i I do love that got some nice dreads going well because i love (laughs) that that evil doctor strange where it's like things just got out of hand yeah which i'm like i still feel like it's a what if someone pointed out um when Doctor Strange looks at the evil one, you see his eyes are a hint of purple, and they're like, oh, he's using magic from the dark dimension. Well, yeah, I mean, that whole spell is from the dark dimension. And there's a scene in the trailer where I think you can see Dormammu. Awesome. Blended in pretty awesome. well. But there's one scene where, like, in No Way Home where you can see Dormammu, like, the fuck? <laughs> in No Way Home, like, all these things are coming through. Dormammu's, like, in a line. 
I'll just wait. Well, that's the thing, because <laughs> you see the Dark Dimension, I think somebody pointed out you could see the... Dormammu, and he was just sitting there like, what the fuck is happening? Because that's the thing, man. The only thing keeping him at bay was a fear that Doctor Strange would trap him in a loop with the Time Stone. Time Stone's fucking gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, which... Why did why did they get destroyed again? Thanos destroyed it post-snap, so they that's went right. back so in time, got all right. the stones, and brought them back. I, cause I was like, oh yeah, I know they destroyed it, but that's why he said he couldn't use they... it because it was gone. And I do love that scene where he's like, oh, sorry to, where he realizes there's nothing you can do. Sorry to bother you, and he's like, no, you, you don't have to apologize. Like he genuinely feels bad for him. <laughs> well, yeah, and I know that because they're lo- friends. Yeah. Well, I like that he earned Strange's respect, and I feel like Str- I don't know. I have to say, I really hope they go. Strange remembers him. Because there's no way you can convince me that I, I want him, he forgot I want him. him to, forgot him. I want him to act like he doesn't remember him. <laughs> Just so later it's on he can be like, strange. You're telling me out of all the things he fucked around with and learned that he didn't learn how to do one, one other thing. Exactly. Because if the Clintar can remember who Peter Parker is. Yeah. Sorcerer Supreme, maybe. Yeah, because I would think, you would think cool. that mm-hmm. the Clintar would then be permanently wiped. Yeah. From remembering who Peter is. Is Multiverse of Madness the next one? Yes. Okay. So, Are we getting any live action shows in between that? Uh, yes. So Miss Marvel, which I know well, we've uh, talked about. You, um, yes. You're gonna have to look it up on your phone because my battery is about to die, or I'm gonna see the odd spot on. Um, I really hope that she doesn't fall under the mutant, which is kind of sounds like it's going. Which I basically, don't... my thoughts about that is just kind of like. I mean, I know they want to do the Marvels. Yeah. I just... And while she may have similar powers to Mr. Fantastic... Okay, yeah. It just kind of seems like... Well, why would you just give her the same powers as Brie Larson? <laughs> right. Because that just seems like a trade-off for a trade-off. It, all I can find is that it's coming out 2022. I don't see Yeah, it's going to be, date. like, in the summer. So that's going to be a thing, I think. But isn't Multiverse Armor Madness Wars? February? Yeah, no, no, no. You, uh, you said what shows are coming out next year, so... No, I, are you no, talking about between that time? Yes, I'm wondering what's oh, happening no. in between Multiverse and uh, No Way Home. Morbius. Morbius will be the oh, only right. other Marvel January. project. Okay. That'll be in January. Strange will be in February. Um, when are we getting Love and Thunder? Is that May? Love, yeah, it's going to be like May. Or everything kind of got shifted, so I think it's June now. Oh, okay. Because I'm excited to see God Butcher. That's going to be so cool. Even though this is a big thing, regardless of what's going on with uh, Black Panther, Latita, she's still going to be in the movie. So they, yeah, they still. We don't want to get political. Um, who, no, but she. If I, yeah. I would say that they need, they really should just scrap the movie. They don't need to recast each other. I know that his brother said that that's what he would have wanted. I feel like it's just kind of one of those things where it's kind of like. And Preserve the memory. I heard they're bringing back Killmonger, and I'm like, I'm done. No, I I, I will say this. Here are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I respect Chadwick's brother, and in all respect to you, no, let that role be. Leave it as it is. Yeah, it's a respect thing. We have it there. He gave us a great portrayal. I think that's more meaningful than just having a different variant. We don't need a new ch- no, to and we do need we do, we we don't need to have another Killmonger again. Which I yeah. think that's the only reason that the rumor has it that. Um, Michael B. Jordan may come back is because of the fact that Multiverse. Chadwick's brother... Well, I think that Chadwick's brother saying that might have been something, too. Oh, okay. 
So I, I, um, I I'm not excited for that. I could no, pass on it's, it. it's getting too muddled, and the the the, the production is getting too crazy. Where I'm no. like, I'm stopping. And and when it becomes something that spills in the fans, like Batwoman, that's when you yeah. know it's it's out. Of I hands. want I, who do you for a final final question to wrap? Because God, we've been recording for a while. Well, we? I wanted to say too quick on the on mm-hmm. on a Nexus event because yeah, go ahead. My my biggest question that was left unanswered was, um, a Nexus event because yeah. they showed sometimes too with like a Nexus event that can be an alternate of things, but also the timeline changes too much. Mm. So and that would destroy the multiverse if too many things change. Right, a Nexus event is an absolute point that cannot change. No matter. So, so like a they death kind of, of someone did they create a Nexus event for? for Toby, Spider-Man, and Andrews. What do you mean? Because, well, because they cured all those villains. Oh, so did they change the timeline? So, if it's true that they were all put back in time, I think... That would mean that, depending, because that's why I wish they would have showed us which ones they were taken, because for Doc Ock, it wasn't him at the bottom of the lake. I think... They're going to do the easy way of explaining of them curing them creates a new branch, and now there's an alt timeline where they didn't die. Because think about it. Doc Ock remembers Norman dying, so either everything gets changed, including their freaking memories, or there's going to be a timeline where Norman did die, but Ock didn't, you know? Which I feel like there's that. I just feel like that's an awful lot to change, though, because that also means that... Toby doesn't meet Flip Marco. Have that closure again. A bunch of different timelines. Yeah, I mean, it's just like we'll find out with Kang. <laughs> Why not? I mean, that's the thing. Well, well, there's a lot of different timelines, though. That would also mean that there also has to be another branch, which is why I think that it could have caused a Nexus event. Because if you're sending them back to a similar timeline, mm-hmm. well, that Nexus... is a lot of core events. Because the Avengers don't exist. Well, a, Nexus, a Nexus event is a point in time that can't get changed. Yeah, so I, I feel like the reason that Toby Spider-Man became who he was and grew so much is because of the fact that... They died. Norman died. Again, I'm saying in his universe they still would have it and those events still would have taken place. Yeah. It's just that now there will be a timeline where that didn't Because, I mean, the only the only way I see that maybe, operating is because Doc Ock... Maybe, um... Could still come back. Maybe Norman will arms, still be a but... father figure. To Peter, and that will help him grow. I would like to see that. Maybe yeah. maybe he'll still have Harry. It's it's just still weird to think about if they were put back because Doc Ock. The last thing he remembered was having his uh, claw around Peter's neck. Yep, and the last Sandman remembers the final battle, but not beforehand. Um, Electro remembers, remembers being in the grid seconds before he died. Yeah, which I kind of didn't want to believe he died. I wanted to just think that he just turned into pure energy just, because that's what yeah. he was achieving, which mm-hmm. makes me think if that he really got overpowered, that's what would have happened. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, hmm. I mean, it's interesting to think about how Toby was like, oh, I can find a cure for Norman. I've been thinking of one for a long time. And they were like, wait, is there another green, some people were trying to speculate. They're like, is there another green goblin in his universe? I'm like, no. There was don't, don't the you... new goblin. Yeah. But I was like, very briefly. But no, he's been like he's no, been he's fixated on it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's Spider Man. Have you ever read a Spider Man comic? Ninety percent of his life is run by guilt. 
of things he couldn't change. <laughs> so of course he's trying to still think of a cure, even though there would be no person. Which even I though there would wanna, be no purpose but closure. I kind of want to see one more Raimi film that kind of explains because I feel like there's some core stuff with MJ. You don't have to have a huge villain mm-hmm. for it, but you I mean, wouldn't mind seeing some sort of movie. Right even though it's unlikely for Toby's Spider-Man, that kind of gives like a... I'd rather see a live-action Spider-Verse, which it sounds like that's kind of what they want to do, too. Yeah, I feel like Because it. rumor has it that Sony was thinking about doing multiple projects with Garfield. Okay. I'd w- and granted, the success well, of Into the Spider-Verse... We saw the teaser. We had a teaser a while back for... Um, yeah, Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse, yeah. So I think given the success of Into, and then the reception of like the cold open for uh, Across the Spider-Verse, I feel like there's a very good chance, given No Way Home, that the Spider-Verse does work, if it's done correctly and very delicately. Because okay. having Toby almost, or Andrew almost cry when he saved MJ... Yeah. Was, was was just crying. key, because yeah. it was just like, I still I also can't forgive myself. I yeah. did it, but I still also can't forgive myself. And that's gonna affect his relationships with everybody from now on. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think he deserves at least a trilogy to close that out, and that they want to do Spider Verse. But I'm very curious to see how that's gonna play some sort of role. I hope, yeah, if they did Spider Verse. I hope Dane DeHaan is in it for his third one. But, uh, but let me say, let me say. I don't want him to be a villain necessarily. I want it to be a thing where he visits him in prison. You know what I mean? Like once a week they talk over a phone between glass. I think it'd be nice. I want him to be rehabilitated. But I don't think it'll happen. I think because they asked him about his Green Goblin or doing a part in there. And he said he was done. Okay. Because he was like. He's it was nice. Kids, I had the mentality. Talking. Well, it wasn't even about his kids. It was just like, I was so hyped for that. And then somebody just kind of dropped through. Yeah, he doesn't want to like, get his hopes up again. I, I just kind of was like, eh, well, it was fun. Yeah, he's an actor, you know. Yeah, so I mean, and I think I feel like that's with Toby, too, where it was kind of like, yeah, okay, well, well, okay, well. So that's why I'm kind of surprised, too, that he wasn't kind of Harrison Ford about it. Right. I will, I, yeah. His energy felt like he was excited to be in there, though. Every every moment kind of seemed like with him in this movie that was kind of like You can't do that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it felt like... Are you teasing me? This yeah. Is, this, this is... It felt like his Spider-Man do it, was... like I don't do breathing. <laughs> like, yeah. breathing just happens. He's whoa. like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just love how Andrew, the whole time with those Spider-Man things, he was just like, whoa. I want to fight an alien. <laughs> I fought an alien made out of black goo once. I fought an alien too, on Earth and in space. You fought in space? <laughs> I'm just trying to get, wrap get wrap my head around the fact that you, you fought, fought an alien like, like in, in space. space. Yeah. Um. I love. Well, no, no. I forgot what I was going to say. Probably something horrible. But uh, to close our thoughts, if they are doing another trilogy where it ends, like you're saying, with King of Black. King of Black. King of Black. Yeah. Sorry. Who would you cast as Null? Oh, I can't reveal that. Why not? If I ever got a chance. No, I kind of was just... Fan cast, go. Thoughts? It's the thing, I haven't really thought of it, because Null is kind of one of those characters that you can't... Uh, he can't be too similar to Thanos with a voice, but also needs to be well, somebody who... Null, Null doesn't have a booming, commanding voice. 
No. Null is more cackly, like, <laughs> like kind of gullible. Which they can change, because they kind of changed that from Thanos, because yeah. Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy was like, and Thanos commands not these I things. Bathe the starways in your blood. Yeah, yeah. It was, so they'll change that probably. But I mean, I don't know, because you're also talking about somebody who decapitated a Celestial with very minimal effort and made the Celestials shit their pants. You're talking about a guy who turned Sentry into Putty. Oh yeah, that's right <laughs> at the beginning where he's just their, like their original idea was let's watch the show, and then he was like, "That's cute," and everyone was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, because <laughs> he, he, he did it with barely any effort too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, I don't know because yeah, Null is a very very delicate character that let's let's give let's give Tom Hardy hair extension. but i would love to see that because uh spoiler for king and black Mm -hmm. venom does get something that's more powerful i'd argue than fucking stormbreaker by like 10 times yeah and fucking takes out no Mm -hmm. which i wish i could have read that arc and then learned that because that would have been satisfying Mm -hmm. i unfortunately didn't have the money to keep up with at that time right and i was trying to figure out where i was in comics so (laughs) i hope yes I want. I want to see Null. I want it all. I want. I want all the, the best arcs of, all of these characters to be. Yeah, because I mean they are obviously going to do like a life story version, with the MCU because there's only so many. There's, only so many actors that can live for so long. Yes, there is one arc, uh, in regards to Doctor Strange because they have confirmed that we are getting Fantastic Four at some point, right? Uh, they have it on the slate for like, um two three years from now yes there is one movie that i'm holding out uh that i want to be made triumph and torment do you know this arc no so doc i own it and you can borrow it if you would like doctor every every um full moon doctor doom attempts going through hell to retrieve the soul of his mother oh yes yeah i did listen to that one yeah doctor strange helps him can we get that movie where him and Doctor Doom are going through hell killing demons? I kind of <laughs> hope that Benedict is not in any rush, which it does not seem like it. No, he's role. he's getting money. He's cool. <laughs> because I, well, and and to everybody who bitches about the movies, I feel like if anything, Benedict Cumberbatch is probably the most mature. Mm-hmm. Like his role is kind of the most realistic too. Like in terms of human if you really want to go that next to tony's like he was a doctor uh-huh. who went on a very major self-discovery journey and just so happens that magic exists in his world as i love that's how the other spider-man are uh-huh. like the avengers what is that and then there's oh my god there's magic in this world what yeah. i don't <laughs> think i disagree with you on that i don't think dr strange is the most human character in all of... In maybe the MCU? Yes. Oh, I'm just saying oh. that in terms of the haters. Oh, okay. If you wanted to... Because I was really going to say, you know that. who's a great... Uh, who's the most human character in my eyes? And it's going to sound weird, but think about me and then realize it. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I would go with Deadpool any day, because he's the most... Yeah. I mean, Deadpool has a lot of mental baggage. Why doesn't which... Deadpool give a shit about anything? Because he can't die, okay? <laughs> Deadpool is going to be a third movie. I think they called it, it's going to be Deadpool 3, so I kind of wonder how they're going to integrate that. Okay. Because, I mean, he doesn't need Strange to bring him in. But, 
if they were to do a Spider-Verse movie as well, since we are on the topic for that last part, um, Cable's watch does have the ability to transcend time and space. Because he went to the alternative universe that that yeah. god-awful what-the-fuck Weapon X was from Wolverine Origins. He shoots him in the head. So You're welcome. they mm. confirmed that he can span throughout the universe. And in the Spider-Verse comics, they have those little wristwatches mm-hmm. that are similar to cables so that they can all meet whenever they're needed. And they ha- Yeah, and they're very similar to the, um, the bands uh, Tony made in... Uh... Endgame. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that that is kind of the question of. I would love to see a Spider Verse movie. I'd love to see Toby do one or two more, if he was okay. up to it. Yeah, I agree. along with Andrew. If um, if this because it looks like until for a little while at least, um, because we want to take a break for a bit and backlog some stuff. We talked about this. Um, yeah. Um. Since this will be the last, like, Marvel speculation thing for a while, probably. Um, I think for, for all content, we're going to take a little break. When the, uh, when the end of Kang, when, the, when, when this new arc's endgame happens in, like, eight, seven years, who do you think we're losing? Who um, do you think within that time is going to die? Well, I definitely think Strange is going to go out sometime. Yeah. I don't think... Um, even though I love him... I'm not given. I'm not given Thor that much longer, if I got to be honest. I'm not giving any of the OG six. I don't know about that because Chris, unlike Tom, has been very vocal on. No, I know. I'm just thinking like if he died fighting Kang, that would carry a lot of weight. And that's the same with Tony. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think they might wait till he's an old man Mm -hmm. or older. Do you think in this upcoming Guardians 3 we're going to lose any of the main Guardians? Uh, well, the way they're we did lose speaking Gamora, off but Dave. It's a new one. Yeah, I think, yeah. They might keep him around, or they might just write him off. And they might get Adam to replace him on the t- But I feel like, if anything, maybe they just need a hand... No offense to James. Mm-hmm. He kind of did make Drax an idiot. Well, he didn't. You made Drax an idiot. Yeah. So I feel like if you hand that over to somebody who knows what they're doing... And makes him less of a king shark and more of a blood sport or a peacemaker, which I would say more peacemaker. Oh, okay, that's coming out. That would work. Yep, that would work. And it's part of the DCEU. Dude, we're getting we're getting the Matrix movie tomorrow. Oh, I forgot about that. How? Because <laughs> it's there, but I've been thinking about this movie since 1999, and I was two. <laughs> I I was much more focused on No Way Home. Yeah, fair enough. That was my big event. I'll go see. Okay, you weren't Matrix more focused on Keanu Reeves. No, because <laughs> after they said that they were going to scoot that up and push John Wick Four back, I'm like, that is a terrible that's marketing so he campaign. He isn't competing with himself. <laughs> no, that's perfect. <laughs> I know it is because who would win in a fight? <laughs> no, that is perfect marketing. Yeah. Because a lot of people are going to watch three previous movies that he's been in for a series. Both fourth ones. Do you know how mm-hmm. great that would be to have people in a theater where they're like, God, I love that. Speaking of in a I theater, can't wait to go see the Vice Versa John Wick movie. They're at both action where he's kicking the shit out of people. I wish we'd have gotten that. Because we all knew that these two, that Garfield and Toby were going to be in this movie. I wish we have gotten a thing from like, because I know AMC would have done it. 
marathon of the Spider-Man movie. Like, I... You See, kidding me? <laughs> that's why I said Sony just should have fucking announced it. You should have just done it. I would love you to You would watch... have had a lot more people... Yeah, the Sam Raimi movies. You would have had a lot more money. Yeah. Had you just said, at the very least, that, oh, Toby and Andrew will make some sort of appearance, that would have been enough for people to be like, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, when you're re-releasing the trilogy on Blu-ray and 4K... Let's be completely honest. We still would have cheered. (laughs) We still would have cheered in the theater. you would have said that they were going to be in there in some capacity, but you didn't say That would have been enough. Yeah. That would have been enough because you guys started marketing the saying, trilogy. No, no, no. no you no, started. No, no. They yeah. remastered the trilogy into Blu ray, 4K. They and put they it did, on Disney Plus. <laughs> well, and then, then they did um, uh, Andrew Garfield's Duology as a Blu ray remaster pack all five of with those movies all on digital. Plus. Yeah, so I was like. Just say it. How, how do you tell. How do you say two actors. That I played the character previously in a movie without telling people that they're in the movie. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kevin. Even though you told us to in an article, we didn't prepare to be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of the thing. And I'm just saying this on the off chance we ever have him on the show, because I just wanted to hear this preemptively. Andrew, we knew you were the werewolf. We knew it. (laughs) He just had a lot of fun denying it. I know. He was smiling during all those interviews. Jimmy Fallon. Uh, It's Photoshop. And everyone, burr. the CG artists on YouTube. I don't know if you guys know that channel. Oh my! They God. broke down right away and said, "No, there's no he, way." Yeah, he was like, "Not he, even for a deep fake." Yeah. Well, and the guy who said it too was like, "Oh, I just did it as a parody. I'm not gonna call your name out because I don't want people to get harassed or anything. You're a clickbaiter. <laughs> Fuck you." Uh, I love the CG. The guy who was like, "How I edited Andrew Garfield into." I was like. Fuck you. There was one other <laughs> channel, too, that... They, it was somebody in Hollywood, and they knew what they were doing, but they didn't want to say it, and people were like, um, well, you put your name on it and took credit for it. Yeah. But, no, but anyways, I yeah. was... If there was one quote that I had to say that I enjoyed the most... Yeah. Um, it was having uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man go... I want to brag about being in the Avengers, but I'm going to brag here for a second. I was in the Avengers, and Toby goes, "The Avengers? That's great! What is that?" Yeah, the same. <laughs> is that a band? Or are you in a band? Andrew, is that a band? Are you in a band? I love you guys. That was my favorite Thank you. moment. <laughs> Thank you. Also, he looked. Uh, Toby looked a lot like Tyler Tyler Hochland's or uh, Hochland's uh, Superman mm. there. I um. If I have to give my favorite quote from this movie, it is a tie between uh, my Lola's wondering if you could get that cobweb since you're kind of up there. Uh, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and, um... There. Oh, God, what was the other quote I loved? Oh, yeah. Um, when I think it's when... Um, Oh, yeah. Um, Electro and Sandman talking. I fell into a vat of electric eels. I fell into a super collider. Hmm. Look where you fall, huh? <laughs> yeah, which I'm kind of... No offense to Flint Marco. They kind of depicted him as kind of a... Like a hardhead. So I was kind of surprised that he realized, like... Oh, this is a super collider that I got fucked up in. Yeah. <laughs> I love him trying to wipe the sand off the cat. Sorry. 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 Or yeah, I was like, why didn't you just reabsorb it? <laughs> or my, 
<laughs> when he high-fived him and his hand comes off. Oh. <laughs> or, uh... You know what, actually, honestly, a lot of my favorite quotes came from Happy. Hey, I'm trying to get a tight eight hours in. Can you wrap it up? With the CPAP? Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't think you were... I didn't think we could hear you. You weren't talking quietly. <laughs> also, him and Aunt May broke up, so... Yeah. Well, on that were, note... Yeah, oh, no, and then oh, when he's like, <laughs> uh, Hey, Peter, I don't know what's going on, but I just checked my home cam. Who are those guys? One looks like a... One looks like he has spider arms, and another guy looks like he's made out of mud. Uh, anyway, call me back. <laughs> oh, happy, happy. Happy's poor house and apartment. Yeah, I wonder where he's going to go now. They were, okay, that's a flaw as well. They were... No freaking wonder. Like, oh, I can't believe the lizard escaped. You stuck him in a moving truck for hours. Of course he was antsy and was going to be pissed. Even though he wanted to stay in there. Yeah, exactly. Like, but then again, he was also thinking logically like, oh yeah, you really think with everything going on, that's a great idea to have a giant fucking lizard just walk through the lobby that's eight feet tall. I know. And no one's going to be like, Spider-Man and, 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 and a giant fucking lizard. Yeah. What? Unhand or Jameson. Is that a dinosaur? <laughs> Unhand me, you it Puts the inhibitor on. The voice has stopped. Thank you, my dear boy. I was like, oh, yay. I did like how barbaric he sounded. Yeah. <laughs> Him sitting in the in the tank. Who the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that? And then, when, when he accidentally shoots the tree, is that like a doctor who turned into a tree? <laughs> the best part of that was the no, two seconds. <laughs> I love the horror-themed-esque that they did for Electro with all the power lines. I loved how creepy it was when his eyes opened and we got that dubstep for yeah his two theme seconds. was like burner yeah and it was like oh fuck <laughs> different peter weird did you just kill him no 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 <laughs> i'm something of a scientist myself no okay <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the that watch that be like the harambe moment yeah seriously of all universes it's mm. just him saying that one line is what causes goblin to come out yeah but um, Anyways. Movie is a fucking 20 out of 10. It is a uh, ramp, roaring, and riot. This proves why Marvel Studios is on top. Thank Screw you for the listening. haters. Thanks for listening. Fuck what you heard. Uh, no, I'm too white <laughs> to say that. Uh, thank you for listening to the fans and giving us what we all wanted. We appreciate what we didn't even know we wanted. Uh, yes, we and, and, and thank you very much to Kevin, Amy, and everybody yeah, at Sony Yeah, thank you to the Marvel. cast and crew. Whether well, whether you were Tom Holland or just a light guy on this film, thank you for making it. I, I really want to say thank you to the writers, though. Like, really caring, mm -hmm. making all these redemption arcs and continuing to put just the smallest amount of detail yeah. for Andrew and Toby. That thank you. really meant a lot to people. Meant a lot to me. And it really just completed and showed that no matter what franchise it may be from that we can all come together even as uh, companies and you know fans and companies can both be happy and make something beautiful mm -hmm. so i feel the same about this as i did when uh spider-man showed up in civil war i was like this is what can happen when two competing forces <laughs> join together yes so for the good of humanity yeah he has been nathaniel shoemaker he's been noah swita and this has been he He's Film been old seller. man Miles Morales in 20 years. <laughs> hey, I will do what I can, even if that means I need to make a live-action fan series. I will do it. 
I will I, lose the weight and I will play him. Well, I'm, if you're going to be in a Marvel movie, I don't think you'll have much of a choice. They'll have a team of people who will massage you awake so you're lifting at 5 a.m. <laughs> that sounds pretty nice. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> All right. See you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this Nerd Talk. Bye.